you said earlier that you have driven 40 events this year about that yeah dude i bet yeah. you're a f-ing wheel man the though, goal is right? 50 I mean, so uh chelsea denofa said you want to be a driving mother drive 50 events a year that sounds like you're on the right that's way basically yeah. that's what i, I base it when off he of. said that i remember being like how the f- would someone do that and now there's a dude saying, yeah, <laughs> actually no, talking to him. like dude what the f-? well here you go yeah. yeah that's it for this one <laughs> yeah welcome back to the number one drift podcast on youtube i'm dawson i'm nathan i'm andy Let's get into it. So a few announcements real quick. Uh, this is going to be kind of a unique podcast today. Uh, don't see very many people doing what he does. Um, but don't forget, we got the Christmas merch online. So go check it out. The link's in the description. Um, it'll be in it on Christmas. Uh, and then, oh, the Black Friday show. I actually just showed him that. Uh, that'll be coming out. What day should we do that? Should we do it before Black Friday? Yeah, do it like a day before. Watch them fight each other. I feel like nobody does stuff on Black Friday on Black Friday yeah, anymore. anymore. <laughs> it's always like the month. Before. We'll go. We'll go the day before Black Friday until like Cyber Monday with a fifteen percent off. How about that? Sweet. We'll keep the shirt up there longer, but fifteen percent off. Give them a code. Uh, use uh, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> use code Porsche. Because oh, Dawson loves Porsches. Damn it. That's good. <laughs> Porsche 15. Fine. All right. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Uh, but you'll see the design of that and the launch and everything of it first on uh, Instagram. So if you aren't followed there, go check that out. That's also linked in the description. Um, and let us know about the travel podcast if you want us to do that a little bit more. Uh, like last week with the Shulman Pod. I think that was actually pretty good. I know you haven't seen it yet. but Except for, except for Delta. Well, uh, yeah. Dude. Oh, is Delta that did you wrong? Dude, dirty. What? Give me dirty as fuck. <laughs> oh, Let's just man. throw that in with the, the bonus <laughs> topics because uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a horrifying experience. But uh, this is Andrew May, so I'm going to let him kind of introduce himself a little bit. Who are you? What do you do? Hi, my name is uh, Andrew. Normally go by Andy, Andy May. Uh, and I live in an RV. It's like a toy hauler. Uh, I've been doing it for like, I think we've been about a year. In it, I have a family. Oh, it's only, I, did, I thought it was longer than that. No, it isn't, it's not longer than that. So it's not, it's, it's a relatively new life development. Oh, um, even better. So, cool. yeah, I have family married. I have three kids, three girls, or six, four, and two. And we're just all in there, man, with a drift car. And we've just been traveling the country. So I'm from close to Atlanta. So I, I used to live like almost walking distance to Lanier. Uh, if anybody knows where that is, I'm sure some people do. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so we just drive there a lot. So we sold our house and yeah. So we went down to Florida for a while because it was cold. And do they do like, homeschool, I assume? So the yeah, they're starting homeschool, but it's it's a good timing as a parent because they're all pretty young. Yeah. So yeah. they're not like the two year old is I mean she's two, so she just like plays with her feet and put it in the back of the truck and we head on out and yeah. she's good to go. <laughs> um, and four year old's not doing school, like she's too young for school and the six year old's just like kind of getting into it. And uh, I was homeschooled. Yeah. I was not homeschooled, but I think we're yeah. definitely going to do, yeah. you seem like I'm... a socially developed person. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I think I got it all that though. really. My brothers are not really, they're not as uh, outgoing as me. How many brothers <laughs> do you have? Two. Two. And, a, and a sister. It's I can true. live with that. One, yeah. out of, one out of four. Um, but yeah, so she does some homeschool stuff, but that's what we've been doing. So we went down there, started uh, from Florida, 
and just kind of worked our way all the way up the East Coast, doing as many events as we could, uh, up all the way up to New Hampshire. Uh, crashed car in New Hampshire. Uh, we can get into that later, like badly. And then went East uh, over to Indiana. I did that Riverside thing uh, that they did the 50K. And then on through Colorado up to Seattle and then down the West Coast. And we've been on the West Coast for, I think, two months now. So I came here from Vegas. Uh, there's no drift events in Vegas. We just like oh, how yeah. we travel with the RV is free for us to stay there with this like membership thing we have. And oh, cool. um, it was a little bit, I had to come here anyway for some stuff I had going on, yeah. uh, some family stuff. And then also uh, I do like grip track days. I've been doing that for a long time. So we have a, me and a buddy of mine have a, like a track day organization, land driving society. So we have one of our events at Land Motorsports Park. Oh, that's cool. Uh, on Saturday. So I had you, you, so you have a dedicated car for that? Yeah. Really? I tried to do use the drift. So I did that first. So I got into just track days when I was um like 18. I'm 32 now. So okay. it's been a while. Uh and then I got drifting. I've always been like into drifting, but not actually drifting. Yeah. Since, yeah, yeah. Uh my brother's older than I. I have one brother and he's 22 years older than me. And he's like huge 240i and that's like what i kind of came up around yeah and he had a buddy that was some of the original fd guys tony schultz okay and uh so i was around it for a long time but anyway so i started driving regularly in drift events probably three years ago but i did, i tried to do the track car drifting and it's it's fine to just like go play around but it's Man, I just got so sick of doing alignments on the floor of my garage. Yeah, I'm also bad at doing alignments on the floor of my garage. <laughs> Same, and it was just, it's just not good at either thing. But you said you said earlier that you have driven 40 events this year. About that, yeah, dude. I bet yeah. you're a fucking wheelman. The though, goal right? is 50. I mean, so uh, Chelsea Denofa said you want to fucking be a driving motherfucker, drive 50 events a year. That sounds like you're on the right that's way. Basically, yeah. that's what I, I based it when off he of. said that. I remember being like, "How the fuck would someone do that?" And now there's a dude saying, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, actually, no, we Like, dude, what the fuck? Well, here you go. Yeah, yeah. that's it for this one. <laughs> yeah, but the car makes a difference. So it's uh, it's an E36 with a S52. That's like the M3 motor. If you're unfamiliar with those, but it's about around 200 wheel horsepower, maybe 220, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and so the car that I crashed and as well as a car that I have now, there was the same kind of setup. And so it's, my tires aren't that bad, you know? So it depends on the, on the event, like surface makes, I have all kinds of opinions of track surfaces now. Cause I feel like I've been to like most of them. Yeah. Um, so if you're somewhere like OSW, this kid padded OSW is very smooth. It has like weirdly no grip. Um, I've heard that before compared to other places, but the tires last really well. And then also how they set it up, you know, so if it's like a do a lap, go around, get in line. And if you're sitting for 10 minutes or so, it's going to save your tires, obviously, yeah, really yeah. well. So somewhere like that, I could, I could go up. all day on a set of tires. And at the time I was using like Valino Grivas. Um, Those are good. Yeah, they're, they're good. I found a tire that I like better that's lasted just the same. I started doing, uh, using Saloons. Okay. And um, somebody put me on those and they're way cheaper per tire not after this podcast and they last <laughs> no, yeah. and they last about the same as the Valinos. damn that's crazy i haven't heard of those yet yeah I, we'll see what happens with more power but anyway so i tried to keep my running costs as low as it can be i mean it's still like unreasonable yeah, yeah. they don't <laughs> chunk at all or anything? no no not that not that i've had Maybe they'll, they'll start to get a little bit chunky on the outside edge for some reason. Mm. Um, and I've noticed that they'll be a little bit sensitive to air pressure. So like by air pressure, 
changes a lot. You know what I mean? If it's like some slow parking lot thing, I might drop it down to like 20. I'm trying to mm. keep up with faster cars. But if it's like a big like 80 mile, 90 mile an hour entry or something like that and some big sweeper or whatever, then we're like, I mean, I've, I did Apple Valley in California. Mm-hmm. Did a, like a little competition they had out there, the Drift League did. And it was, I was at like 65 PSI to be able to link that that first section and Damn. stuff. So it's a big difference. So once you go higher, um, it seems like the the inside wears a little bit quicker, almost like it's kind of ballooning. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's a small. I mean, you put 65 pounds in any kind it, of time, Anything, it's gonna yeah, it's going to do up, something you know? like that. I know anything, anything over 30, it seems to do that, but it's fine. But anyway, so my running costs have been relatively low in what it could be with tires, but now the car is getting a lot more power. So it probably won't be able to afford to drive as much. What kind but, of, what kind of motor are you doing? Uh, so on the more power. Yeah. So it's, <clears throat> excuse me. So I went through a lot of nerdery trying to figure out what I was going to do. And it just kind of worked out through just a series of events, um, that I ended up deciding to go with another BMW motor and the main reason of doing that is just because i happened to be close to and i kind of got connected with a guy his name's sam i'm not going to try his last name because i'm pronounce it wrong so i'm sorry sam if he hears this <laughs> uh with 412 motorsports in okay. los angeles so he's just like the guy to build bmw motors so sure. he built uh rome sharpentier has his seat time car that's a turbo it's a bmw m50 like he put that together for him like dylan hughes is that other not his pro car but the other car right right um dylan hughes did that thing where he turboed it and then it blew up after a while and then he had it rebuild um so this guy did that motor and i think this guy told me that rome has like sixteen thousand miles drifted yeah that's fucking crazy on on that engine so we should be about uh about 600 wheel on on this one and it's a bmw m50 block so it's all the blocks are the same. I don't know how much you guys are. I don't want to like go on about random BMW stuff. So stop me. Or <laughs> we don't know, but they'll yeah, know. we don't. Yeah. So uh, the, the short version is you don't know. So all the, the, like the three series blocks are all basically the same block. It's just the bore is different. Okay. Um, so they'll fit in whatever. So uh, my S52 is like the biggest displacement. It's 3.2 liter, but they're not great for a lot of boost because uh, the cylinder wall is tiny in between them. Mm-hmm. So you go to the, the the lower displacement, so it'd be like a 2.5 liter. Nobody wants those blocks. And then uh, aftermarket pistons and rods, a crank from a X5 SUV to increase so basically like a stroker. Uh, so it'll be three liters of displacement. And but then, with the thicker cylinder walls. Exactly, with the thicker cylinder walls and then using a, a different head, a non-Vanos head, which is basically just a more simple yeah non-bbt type stuff yeah exactly that's very cool and obviously i like that plan (laughs) i like shit like that i like people where they take parts from other motors and make them work yeah like a little frankenstein motor you know like that yeah i have a plan to do a drag car later next year a little bit and it's going to be something kind of like that I, but let's just say I, well, I'll say this: I purchased helicopter wing glue for this setup. So if you have any idea oh, about God. how sloppy I'm <laughs> about to say, that. thinking about that a helicopter wing glue, yeah, man, that makes me just wonder: how do you apply helicopter wing glue? It uh, doesn't matter. But copious amounts. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, we don't have to talk about me. All right, so. It could be a t-shirt. So you okay. brought up helicopter wing glue. You, you, yeah, we well, I mean, I know, but if we do, if we just, because I feel like you're kind of a talker and I'm a talker. And if we just start talking, dude, we'll fucking never get out of there. I'm definitely a talker. We'll talk about it. I'll try it. to rein it in. Yeah, no, yeah. Whenever we get done, we always go outside and hang out for a little bit. We'll talk about it then. All right. So 
we talked a little bit earlier about this. What do you what do you do to sustain your lifestyle? Because obviously you said you sold your house. I'm sure that helped. But how did you how did you how do you fund the RV plus the two race cars and multiple tracks and 50 events a year and all that kind of stuff? So the so for the drifting, it's uh, I have a I have a pool service business in Atlanta. Wow. So I That's used cool. to. I used to always work in cars pretty much my whole adult life. I did um, like marketing for companies, not like fancy marketing. I'm just good at talking to people. <laughs> yes. so, and um, so I would work for different companies and go do like the auto shows and stuff. So if you ever go to like, um, like you're in Nashville, you go to the Nashville auto show or Atlanta or LA, whatever it is, like the people that the, the manufacturer has there uh, are hired by corporate and trained and stuff since they, they don't want you associated with the dealership because gotcha. it's the, the manufacturer is paying for it. Right. Right. Um, so I would go do that and I just kind of drive around doing that. It was a lot of travel though. So I threw a roundabout way and got into pool service Yeah, and kind of built that up to not huge, but it's a great group of guys there working it. Um, good job, Connor. And way to go, Connor. Yeah. Killing Cheers. it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's how I afford things. It's just my job. Um, so the, uh, as far as the house, like selling the house, I try not to like get in to that. Cause eventually we're probably going to want to buy another house and we want to get like land and build a house and stuff on yeah. it. So we try to just leave that alone, but it's just money from the, from my normal business and everything. But, you know, we're fortunate enough to be able to, we don't have a payment on anything. So it's my other costs are pretty low. So we can, that's good. That kind of helps get going. And then I try to set some kind of a budget sure. for drifting. Yeah. So we know how that goes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, dude, I don't know if you'll budget. believe this. The budget on my car was $8,000. That's pretty on the whole thing. That was my plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like deep into the thirties. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like three motors, three turbos, fucking four different transmissions. You just, you know, too goddamn much. everyone's like, don't tell my girlfriend that take that out. <laughs> don't no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let her find out how much money I have on that thing. Yeah, I, mean, I had to go through uh, expenses on this year's, and I, I mean, I, I totaled a car, so I had to get another car, and then this stuff, and we're doing the engine and everything, and had to add all up. It was that, <laughs> that wasn't ideal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is what it is. But the, and then the track car is uh is actually just owned by my pool business because Connor, who's the manager and runs things while I'm gone. Um, like my wife, especially my wife and I are still like active in it. You know, I mean, it's not just leaving it alone, but sure. I don't have to like physically do things. Um, anyway, Connor's like a major car guy. I've known him since he was like 14 years old. And so that's like the car that I use for the track stuff. But that's also his track car to use when he wants like a okay. managerial perk as well. That is a, oh, yeah. that is a, that's one hell of a perk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, write that down on I, your, again, also packet. my wife's idea. She was like, she said to him on the I was phone, gonna say, I was yeah, in there so and she that, was like, we should get a company track car. I'm like, yes, we should. <laughs> and the, the secret you to those things is I had it purchased before she had any idea what happened afterwards, you know, because <laughs> you're right. By the way, I have a surprise. The, the moment that happened, I'd like texted a couple of people I knew that worked at like shops that That's I knew awesome. would know people with like ready to rock track. Cars. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, this is what I need. I don't need anything like crazy, but this is what I want. He's like, oh yeah, this guy. I'm like, boom. And then a week later, my wife's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to pick up the car. <laughs> She's like, perfect. It was like, it was your idea. She's like, I, 
I did say that, but I didn't think. Like, well, you said it. It's too late. Too late. Bye. Let me know if you need anything. Yeah, no. She's an incredibly supportive wife. But okay, she so, knows the story, though, right? What? She knows the story, though, oh, yeah, right? She's not yeah. about to. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Well, does she know? All right. So, <laughs> this is a good segue into this. All right. So, what clicked for you to like drop everything and just go racing? Um, I think it was just. A, a relatively early midlife crisis, maybe. Um, Man, I was hoping for like the neighbor was like leaving dog shit on your porch or something. I you're really like, didn't <laughs> like my neighbor. That's if that, see, if that, it, it wasn't quite that bad, but I'm I'm a very. It takes a lot to get me angry. I'm like fairly outgoing, but it takes a lot to get me angry. And he is like one of two people that I just like yelled at. Really? And, yeah. And only my wife is like maybe a little bit more hot tempered than I am, and she had to be like. You should go inside. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we just kind of, well, I'm sorry. We still, so we got talking about it and, um, I got into drifting pretty well, but I've always been into car stuff. Obviously had a little bit of a knack for it, but not like a great race car driver or anything. And, uh, yeah, after a while she was just like, what do you want to do with drifting? And I was like, man, I'm, I'd like to like really give it a go, you know? And, um, kind of got to a point in my life where I could, maybe like stretch it a little bit financially and not like use all of my kids college money or whatever right, right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh she's like no we should just like go for it you know what i mean because i was starting to think and like i see these like 18 year old kids and stuff out there and they're just you know they're got everything they could possibly need to get it going you know what i mean i never had that right and uh so i was like well you know what that could probably actually pulled the trigger you know i was 30 yeah 31 years old which felt old you know i did it's like i don't fuck yeah it feels old i didn't feel that old until i'm out there like driving with this kid down there and i was just like he was 16 i'm like he's literally half my age yeah. <laughs> that yeah. makes me feel old i don't ever feel old until i talk to one of them and then you like no offense you like you ever, you ever talk to a 16 year old yeah they're not very smart, you know. <laughs> they're they're not, and it's not their fault. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? I, I'm sure I said. Uh, dude, like if an I met sixteen year old me, I'm like, dude, d- listen, it doesn't get any better for you. You're an idiot in thirty years. Too, <laughs> all right, like, but I just don't. I I always feel super old. They'll just be like, did you see the new? You know, whatever the thing. You can't you know? even name one. Yeah. I can't even think what it is. It's I like, dude, you just talk to a sixteen year old. It's like, holy shit, dude, you think you know everything and you don't know dick. You know, <laughs> you don't know anything about the real world. So yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I've been out there talking to someone. They're like, dude, I like your car. And I'm like, thanks, man. What's your car? I'll start talking to them. They're like, yeah, my dad gave me an allowance for like, you know, four months. And then I saved up and he pitched in half. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Allowance? <laughs> Did you say allowance to me? You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> well, but yeah, so, I mean, my, like my parents were kind to me when I was young, but it was never supported in racing or anything yeah. like that besides like oh go do track days my brother was into it so that's what kind of got me into oh, it with his 240 sweet. um but anyway so i was like you know what take a shot at it. i remember seeing i don't really like watch the joe rogan podcast but i remember seeing a clip of it where i don't even know who he's talking to but it was just like if you're thinking man i should have started when i was younger well start you did now yeah so yeah. you can't change that so yeah. might as well go now right <laughs> yeah. he's got some good clips i feel like yeah he does, he does have some pretty good like wisdom yeah clips uh, but anyway, so that was kind of the the start of it. And she was just like, well, you should just go for it. And we kind of put together a plan and freaking did it. Nice. And she put together a list. As I was telling you earlier, she put together a list of all the all the drift events in the country. Because hmm. there was, uh, it's called 50 States of Drift. I mean, you've seen that website where it would have like a list of events. I've heard of it, yeah. Uh, but we, they didn't do it for 2021. 
and that's why I needed it. So we're like, well, that sucks. So <laughs> yeah, she put it together and I mean, she's, I mean, really, she's the one who put like found everybody and at least everybody has a schedule, you know, drifters yeah. aren't known for their organizational skills. Fuck. Mostly no. as a group, no, um, but as, as well as she could. And then we put, she put together this whole list. We put together a simple website. That's just like the drifty by nature thing that we started and oh, yeah. it's on there. And yeah, because we made it, or she made it. We're like, well, no sense in keeping it yeah. to yourself. So I just threw it up on a couple of Facebook groups, and a few people like chimed in with some that I didn't know about. So we added those to it, and we'll probably do it again Dude, next year. Sick. Yeah, we'll have that in the bio. We'll have the yeah, link in the we'll bio for in the that. description. Very sure. cool. So did did you just get a new tow rig? Um, or what, you mean recently, or like for this whole trip, or recently, or no, no, I've had the same. Who was that then? Wasn't somebody that was about to come on just got a new tow rig or something? I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I've spent the last two days going through car reviews. Or tell I don't me. Know. Well, anyways, tell me about your the whole rig setup. Yeah, yeah. Tell us have. about your RV setup. So the uh, the RV it's a so it's actually like a toy hauler, like a fifth wheel. So it's like a gooseneck hitch. Oh, okay. So it's not a driving one. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And the reason we went with that is ones are a lot cheaper than the the big driving ones. Those are, <laughs> yeah. those, are those are many monies, and this was also many monies, but not nearly as many monies as that. Right, right. And it's uh, so we it has a garage in it. It's one of only two toy haulers that I could find that had a big enough garage and the weight capacity to actually put a car in because normally they're meant for like side by sides or four wheelers mm. or something. Uh, so it has an eighteen foot garage with a bathroom in it. Uh, because the bathrooms, there, I have to take the bumpers off to get the car in, but it fits. And then when we pull that out, whenever we get somewhere and then uh, me and my buddy Mikey put in some work to the garage. It was only, I bought a used, it was like a year old. Yeah. And, um, so it just has like that rubber flooring in the back. So we bought it and just put, uh, just put down some vinyl flooring and built some beds for the kids and just made it like a kid's room as well to just kind of be, you know, they yeah, live yeah. in there. So they have like a little plate kitchen and a craft table and all yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, you know, <laughs> and then it just all gets moved or folded up. And then the, the car goes in there. So it's a 45-foot awesome. gooseneck. Uh, it's about 20,000 pounds with car in it. And I pull it with a 3,500 dually. What, is, what dually? Uh, Chevy. Yeah. It makes it a 2020. It's the 10-speed. Yeah. And that's been awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask. Does oh, it yeah. do okay? <laughs> yeah, no problems. No, none at all. And it... Uh, Dude, especially like going over all the mountains. I mean, going up through the Rockies and down through the Rockies. We tried to hit some national parks too. So we've been to like up through Yellowstone, up through Glacier National National Park. Like it's the big mountain ranges in America. This thing has been up and down it. And it's, and it's no just problem, so. going down the hill. Dude, you hit the exhaust brake and she just holds it. Every now and then I have to tap the brakes. It might downshift or something to hold it back. But 20,000 pounds down 20 miles Damn. of a 7% grade. And she just... Unkillable. Hold, huh? Just holds yeah, it. That's awesome. Goes on. Very yeah, cool. yeah. Fuck, Hopefully yeah. my transmission doesn't blow up next week now that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might jinx it. Yeah. Don't speak too soon. Uh what's the best track you've been to so far? Since you go How everywhere. many tracks in total have you been to? That's yeah, a good that's question. A good I should have counted that before I came here. Um you can give us like a roundabout answer. It's okay if you give us like a twenty or something. Twenty tracks though? Yeah, maybe. Dude, that's killer. Yeah. I've only been to like five my whole life. As far I as think my, I'm at like seven or something. That's pretty good though. My as far as my favorite, it just kind of depends. Um, as far as the track layouts, I think Summit Point is pretty cool. You guys ever been to Summit Point Mm-mm. in West Virginia? No. So it's kind of up in the mountains. I feel like it's the closest thing to an American Ebisu as you can get. Okay. And they have don't quote me on this, but I think five separate tracks 
So it's a massive, massive facility. Huge complex, oh huh? God. Huge complex. So it's literally America's episode. It is, yeah. So we got there and they had this big vintage race going on. Yeah. And um and Drift Nirvana are the guys that that run the events there and they do like a little payout as well. Um it's a fun competition. And so we went up there and uh it's just lots of elevation changes. And once yeah, a year, I think it's happening awesome. pretty soon, they have uh an event in December where it's just the whole December? the whole facility is open for drifting which doesn't normally happen any of the five tracks any of the five tracks yeah so when i was there it was smaller so it was uh two tracks one of them was not a track track it's kind of like a huge skid pad kind of a sure. thing um and then the other one was their jefferson circuit i think they call it and that's a large road course pretty large so it's not like road atlanta course, size but it's a pretty big course size. yeah so they and they could separate it so they had if you wanted to do awesome. a competition you know the right side or whatever is going to be for the competition, go over there, line up and practice and do some tandem practice and stuff. And the other side is there's enough track where if you just didn't want to do it, you just wanted to drive, you could do that. But it's just the, that part of it, that section that we did that day was just, it was fast. It was in my car that wasn't super powerful. You know, it was probably the top of third entry. Your old lady's here, I think. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just like up this big hill and like a little yump right as you transition, and it was just it was just tons of fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite track. E Town is cool. For I've like, heard of that one. Yeah, for the vibe. Have you ever heard of Seneca Circuit? I have heard of Seneca Circuit. I didn't Dude, go there though. I want. It's like I don't know if it's they can correct me in the comments, but I think it's like a mile and a half long. Oh really? Yeah, it's a just a wide road course like a straight up tow course that's a mile and a half long all the elevation changes they do night events and stuff there but it's like 10 hours away from here uh, yeah. like going northeast i think Ooh, this isn't in there but i think that's what's the I longest know. i don't remember what state. what's the longest haul you've done so far like like in ooh. one shot yeah mm. i used to travel for work i used to I, have you ever seen um uh, the goods you ever seen that movie yeah I used to do that job. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, the longest I ever did was 22 hours straight, and I did it in a 2003 Pontiac Sunfire with only a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> His name was Brian Pollock, and I uh, bought it for $300. And, dude, let me tell you something, dude. When they In the movie where they make it sound like those guys are some Wild West cowboys, that's really what it was like, dude. It was crazy. But it was miserable. That was like one of the one of the only times that I talk about that. It's a good memory now, but I, I feel like, dude, it sucked ass. Sucked. Yeah. You're I'm in the sure car. You're is. sweating with this other dude. You know, you're both just like 18 more hours, you know, just crazy. <laughs> so what's the longest straight haul you've done to go to an event or, or just anywhere? Like just what's the longest yeah. one shotter? Honestly, not that long. Probably like 10 hours. It was probably eight hours on the map. So because we have like a decent amount of flexibility and I'm not like trying to get anywhere besides the mm -hmm. next event. Uh, and I had the kids. Sure. So I, I'm trying not, I've, I've had no blowouts or anything yet. So we'll see. But I, I keep her under, I keep her under 65. You keep jinxing yourself on this podcast. We don't claim anything. No, no liabilities I've here. lived my life. This is not going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? So we I'm, hope so, man. I'm, we're I'm we're just here gonna, for you. I'm just going to power through it with positivity. <laughs> I'm gonna blow a tire. And be I know like, you're gonna it's like, not blown. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So we just keep it like under 65 miles an hour to limit the possibility of anything bad happening. Yeah. And having the kids, there's a lot of stops and stuff. I mean, not too bad. But and it's so we try to keep it six hour days. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's not crazy. Yeah. All right, and cool. we, we ended up in this membership with something that is called like Harvest Host. So if you, it's businesses. So I try to make sure it's like a brewery or a winery or something like that where you can just post up there for a night. 
So we'll book those. Like if we have uh, what would be a 12 or 14 hour drive, we'll split it up and we just pull the RV into one of those. They have food normally, just get food, drinks. I don't back the car out. So the kids just like sleep on the, there's a couch. Kids just sleep on the couch, put the baby's bed on the, on the floor and they just sleep there. And okay. we do a one nighter and keep going. So it's it takes a lot of like the stress out yeah, of these yeah. long travel days oh, because we do sure. it so much. We just try to keep it as low impact as possible. <laughs> well, does it does it not stress you out like more? I mean, is it what's it like having your family on that like rapid of a lifestyle? I guess is it um, not? That's a good question. It's it's quite interesting because um, I feel like that's a lot to like it's 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 a lot of planning yeah it's a lot of planning it's a lot of things that can that can change or go sideways and and they do um but honestly how do you control the kids in an rv that's that's what i don't well so you you don't really control kids so you just kind of accept that and well yeah yeah. that's not that's not what i meant my best but (laughs) (laughs) yeah they just gotta go crazy either way but more like you they're pretty chill in the car and uh and when you're just living out of an rv just in general and we meet a lot of other people who do that with families um not obviously not with a drift car but they just live full-time in an rv and it's do they look at you like you got three dicks when you tell them that you have a drift car in the back yeah yeah i bet they do <laughs> i bet they do yeah they, they think it's super weird although it's like weird we stayed in daytona florida like right before bike week or anywhere in florida oh, you, yeah. you live in an rv park in florida is like you just always live in a retirement home yeah so it's like as soon as i back the car out there's a bunch of old guys that are into hot rods or something like that and they're like what are you doing <laughs> yeah. or i'm like working on the car or something like that that's, which is a whole another challenge in itself I'm working I bet, on the car yeah. or something like they come over and they're like you need some blocks of wood <laughs> or like a tools i'm like no i think i'm all right man i got it I'm like okay you want to help or hang out? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you always had like guys wanting yeah, to help. Yeah, yeah, sure. It seemed like that was that's mostly cool. isolated in Florida. But uh, I feel like people in the South. Oh, that's a good question. So are, is it genuinely true that most Southerners are more hospitable than Northerners? I have found that to be true in my travels. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say all, but if you, if you want to do like a generalized yeah. rule, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and also like the, everywhere. So <laughs> exactly the way the drift events are run, it's dra- dramatically different in different places you go, really? especially regionally. And there's like weird, like drift culture differences. Well, in, what's the differences in, in up, up north? So compared to here then. So like a major difference in, in different regions would be like tandem etiquette. You know, so I kind of, wow. I, I came up with iTrack in, in Georgia, you know, so yeah, we would yeah. do Atlanta and they had this big event uh, called Fall Double Down down like middle Georgia. And it's just like, once you can link a course, get out there and start learning how to tandem. And we just do these like long tandem trains where it's like, if you want to tandem, uh, yeah. get in the line. If you don't dude, stay out of 13, it, remember yeah. I did the 13 in Clarksville? I stay away from oh, dude, those. I knew I was going to crash and I was oh, like, yeah. I was like 10 beers in. I was like, oh, fuck it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't crash though. So we're That's good. good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you just jump in these like huge tandem trains and with people and you're just like, you get behind somebody, you're like, eh, you good? And yeah. Yep. Sure. Trial by fire. And you go for it. Yeah. So we're going to find out. And if you go up north, not all the way north. So New Hampshire was different. New Hampshire was like being down south. Everybody's super. Not that ever. Not that people in the in the other northern states weren't friendly. It just wasn't quite as outgoing and sure. kind of jumping out there. You know what I mean? And then the tandem medic was different and different. So you go to like uh, like say Club Loose E Town or uh, Lock City up at man. What is the is it Sanford? I can't remember the name of the track. There's a road course up in Connecticut, I think. 
and uh, oh yeah yeah i think i know and they're especially uh, up there in connecticut they're like you bro you don't just jump into a damn train i couldn't find anybody to drive with i drove the whole event by myself and and that was after going to new hampshire there were a couple guys from uh new hampshire that were there but there was like a different group so i'd be out there with the advanced group and they let me drive with them a little bit but there was just kind of a different group but they were going people they knew and they're like no this guy's good like you just just looking for somebody to drive with basically and he was like no <laughs> and it's uh but it was a little bit more of a style down. culture you know what i mean so the cars are really nice uh, and stuff so yeah, i, I kind of get it that if that's what you're worried thing, about yeah. you know you don't want some stranger jumping in there and screwing your car up whereas it's a little bit a lot more missile cars and just seat time yeah. cars and stuff kind of w- is what i was used to so i'm not like really worried about my body panels yeah you know because yeah. i'll just like bend it back out with a pipe and keep going <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, so it's Man. so so that's kind of different. But New Hampshire was like being in Georgia or Florida. Okay. Like OSW is pretty rowdy too. You just kind of So it just kind of varies there. up there. Yeah, it's just different. And West Coast, West Coast is West Coast is cool. People are pretty friendly over there. You have been um, to Cali? Yeah, I've been in Cali for about a month and a half now. <laughs> so we did uh, I've done Apple Valley. I did uh, drift school that I really wanted to do with uh with Taka Iono. Ooh, nice. Uh, so it's been several days with him and that, so that was at willow springs um i haven't done all the courses at willow springs we were just at like their big section there like willow working springs on is so cool yeah, yeah working on like technique and stuff uh and then um that's it so far i wanted to do sonoma but sonoma they hold an event i think it's once a month it's like the third thursday or whatever of every month but the time that i was going through they had canceled it for some other <laughs> of course. event you know so i haven't done sonoma we're going to try to do sonoma so we're doing that arizona uh, payout event yeah and then the plan is to go back up and hang out in Sonoma because they have a, a winter jam or whatever they call it some winter thing okay it's three days Hell that'd be yeah. cool so I want to try and hit Sonoma so Dude, is there an so Apple cool. Valley man that would be sick I know man so alright jealous what what does a tri- a typical like track day cost you then because with like including expenses does it normally end up cheaper um, than if you were do you just, mean just the the hauling? entry or well, no, like all together. So like fuel to get there, you know, because um, I know that thing probably takes a lot of fuel. But if you compare it to if you were just at a house hauling your car from the garage to the track or like, yeah, the, the only does major, it end up being cheaper? The only major difference would be would probably be the fuel cost. So my I, I couldn't tell you exactly what my fuel cost is, um, but it's fairly well up there. Sure. But it's. But that's also just the nature of it, you know what I mean? We're, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We never spend more than two weeks in one location. So it's a, even if it's not for a drift event, you know, if it's just going to, to parks or, you know, we're trying to see some cool stuff too while we're sure. out there. Like we took the kids to the San Diego Zoo and doing some parks and that stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's definitely more. So I haven't really totally included that because it would be kind of hard to... I feel like if you include like utility bills and all that stuff, it ends up Oh, you mean like cheaper. my overall life costs? I mean, yeah, you can do that one too. It, it's this is a weird. This is yeah. like a weird question because it is like, a question. You know, yeah. well, I, I, I wrote it, and then as, uh, while I was saying it, I was like, "This, this, this is, is a lot happen. harder to fucking yeah. ask than yeah. I thought." Yeah. So uh, my average event cost is, you know, it's probably about the same of, of what it what it was back home. But again, the track varies. Sure greatly as to the speed of the track and the and the surface yeah, and everything. Yeah. So some play a lot of places I can go, you know, a set to maybe two sets of tires a day but there's other places i mean so far the worst freaking place for tires is a uh, little one. talladega in alabama talladega really? grand prix dude that place is it's like you just took gravel 
right? And you made a track out of gravel and then you put just enough asphalt to hold that gravel together. What track is this? Uh, Talladega Grand Prix in Alabama. So it's, it's close to, you know, the, the Talladega main track. It's yeah. probably an hour from mid pond. And, uh, and I tracked did a couple of events there, but dude, that is, I have a fairly high tolerance for obviously going through tires. After yeah, that, yeah. So I was like, dude, I can't come here again until these people <laughs> repave it. Yeah. This is awful. But, Damn. you know, and that place was, I, I could go through like a set, like I say at OSW, because I was at OSW before that set at OSW, do one set of tires of Lino's. It was like six laps. Not even the whole course, just the, the middle of it, because they were doing like a, like just a fun competition. So I was just doing practice. It was, I don't know four turns but it's fairly fast and just trash surface and you know, it's like six laps up, just huh? killed him yeah damn so, so that varies you know but and then the event uh cost is anything from 8500 to i'm not 8500 85 dollars to 500 dollars, depending on how many days which one's been the most expensive the most expensive one i did was actually probably the drift league um so oh. drift league is one of the bigger groups in California. So they also do like the pro-am series and everything. Oh, okay. And they're starting to try and get into the, the fun payout kind of a thing. So they had one, it wasn't, I don't remember what it was. It wasn't a huge payout. It was the Apple Valley one. And, uh, I want to drive there one day. I think it was Apple like Valley looks so fun. It was interesting, dude. It was, uh, I mean, I have so much contact with tire walls there, <laughs> but, and, um, what was I saying? Oh, anyway, that was a two-day event, though. But it was like a $500 entry. That was pretty good. And the second most extensive was probably Riverside, the 50K that they did. And that was about 450 I think. Do you, well, plan, for three do days. you plan on maybe trying to do Drift Week one year? I would like to do Drift Week. I was tempted to do, try to do Drift Week, the one that's happening now. Mm-hmm. I met, I drove with a guy at Apple Valley who was going on Drift Week. And he offered to, like, because you have to have somebody vouch for you and sure. go on Drift Week. So he offered to vouch for me. He was like, we just hit up. Aaron Losey. Yeah. He's like, if you have a spot, I'll vouch for you. But the timing on it was, it was in order to get this engine thing done that I'm doing. Yeah. It had to be the same time. Yeah. It's drift week. So I opted for that. Horsepower is the priority, baby. I I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I would really, really like to do the drift week that's happening soon where they're going to have Naoki. Okay. uh, On it. I don't know if you saw that, but it's, Mm. if you said, Andy, do you get to ride with anybody in the world? drift car i would probably pick yeah. him um i brought a lot of heights my friend's week. wedding and i feel like i can't Ooh. do it and I, i'm probably not going to do it because of that but i would like to get on a drift week eventually i i would i would probably like to try and do drift week honestly when my car wasn't turboed i did two whole years and it never broke one time yeah. now that it's turboed i break stuff like once a month so i don't know <laughs> that's not i don't idea. know if it, i don't know if it would do seven days consistently if it would do seven days consistently i could probably get away with it you know oh dude i would I, you would never be able to tell me shit if i was able to do drift week i would i would just fucking shit fling for the rest of my life at everyone that ever talks shit i'm like shut up bitch i did drift week <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have anything to do the with fuck it you're gonna say to me yeah they'd have come at me about politics or something I'm like yeah shut up bitch i did drift week shut up <sighs> oh man i did, in in theory i really like the idea of having to drive the car i also think, drive the car yeah, everywhere yeah. Like, like my car is not street drive friendly i mean you can but it's not yeah. like a full interior car you know what i mean so my back might <laughs> hate me for doing it but i would i would i would like it i feel like that adds have you seen my car no i haven't okay uh i'll show you pictures after the podcast but my car is very 
not it's it's, it's a streetcar. It's and, and dude, I am a firm believer in if it's tagged, registered, and insured, it's a streetcar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but my car is caged. It's got a firewall. It's like you know, I have like I have parts of my interior in it, but it is not like creature comforts. Right, yeah. like it's like a toy. Yeah. So, like, dude, people would probably give me a lot of shit if I tried to actually do drift week in my car because they would be like, "I think a lot of people do drift week in that kind of a situation." I think I, a lot of people don't have interiors. The most in common car. thing yeah. that I saw was Mustangs, which I think yeah. honestly is like is the move. I feel like that and Corvettes. Ben popped what? his. What? What do you mean popped it? Like ben popped up? Yeah, I think he he toasted a motor. D- well, didn't they have like three thousand miles on it? Yeah, on that Mustang, damn near brand new. Dang, it was on Luke Fink's trailer. I I think it was Luke Fink's trailer. That's unfortunate. He could just turbo LS it and never worry about it again. Yep, that's probably what he'll end up doing. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's just oiling? So, from my understanding, it's the on the five O. There is an oiler like ring, and the faster you go, the more oil it pumps but it's based off rotational force instead of like a squish uh style like what how the mellings or a, a stock uh ls pump is mm. it's got some sort of a it's like a uh what do they call it man it's not helical it's got a helical gear inside that that's what drives your mm-hmm. oil through the engine and the more you spin it the more force it adds and then i've seen videos where guys will take them and throw them on the floor and they'll break now i would like to say that i have also seen people take a brand new cam and throw it on the floor and it breaks so it doesn't really it's not designed to be thrown it's designed to be spun so i don't know that that's really what that is but that is primarily the problem i've heard about the coyote motor that if you change the oiling ring and to some like better aftermarket <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, can't remember. I think they use a billet ring is mm-hmm. what they change it oh. to i don't know that's just what i've heard so if that's what happened then haha i was right if it's not i don't know i was just saying i just remember reading that and i was just like i don't know i'm just rather do an ls because it's just simple you know yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no drama yeah. he should put a bmw turbo m50 into his mustang <laughs> do it do it adam lz is doing a four do rotor in a supra oh really <laughs> yeah that's cool I'm not a big, I, I know about rotaries because my buddy has a rotary and I helped him take it apart and put it back together. So I know how they work, but also I don't want to, that's no, you know, it's just like, I like the sounds they make. Dude, me too. I think in theory they're, they're cool. Oh, they're they, f- too, they do cool things. I mean, there's fire and they sound awesome. So I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm for, good job, I'm for that for racing. It's just like the, re, like everyone thinks that you like an LS because you're like, I like the way it sounds like, no dude, I like that. I can go down to the local junkyard and get one for $200, you know, yeah. a plate for a rotary is more than $200 and you have to have eight, right? No, more than that. One, two, three. I don't know. I don't remember. I think it's eight. And I have one sitting outside, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't say that I don't remember because I never knew. Yeah, I don't right know. <laughs> I do know, but I can't remember right now. Uh, okay, so has the um, travel RV lifestyle opened up opportunities, or are you still in the stages where it's still kind of an expense? Uh, it's definitely an expense. Um, okay. I'm hoping to try and pick up some kind of like sponsors and stuff next year to try and make it less of an expense. Sure. In drifting, man, it takes a lot. You should vlog. There are very the few people that yeah. it is they're making money off of it. Even you if know you just I mean? did TikTok, like 
vlogs. I've yeah. been doing some TikTok stuff, and I'm dude, I'm an old man on the inside. Do me too. And I was, so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get into it. You know, I think like you, I heard you guys mention on on one of your podcasts about you never know what's gonna blow up. You know, what I mean, so I started doing my like a, a few videos of me just working on the car and just the dumb situations I have it. That's just like in the sand with in the desert with no like, anything, you know, or like going to a junkyard somewhere and pulling a fender or whatever, you know, and I'll like put effort into it and not as much. And it does shit. Yeah. And then I had the hood fly up on the car. I got it painted by Mako and they didn't pin it back. And I didn't think to check the pins again. I, I checked a picture I took of it as I left. I did have the pins on that car when I dropped it off and they, I didn't think that they would open the hood painting. I, I guess that makes sense that they did. But anyway, they forgot to hit it back. I'm like, 10 minutes down the road, new Pow. paint job. <laughs> Bam! Just shatters the windshield and everything. And so I did like a very short video of yeah. like, look at my car. Now it's not good. And that's been like the best. Yeah. Like 30,000 people or whatever watched it. Yeah. The other course. one that I like tried hard on, it's like 200. <laughs> <laughs> I think people like the, uh, the realness of, of, uh, of like a, you know, like in the moment you're just videoing. That's what, you know, like when you, you see two people fighting, and they run at each other and then they start dancing. You've seen those videos where it yeah, looks yeah. like they're going to fight, but actually they know each other and they yeah. start doing like some handshake. Those videos always do okay, but they never do as good as the one where the old man turns his phone sideways and watches two people beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I, I also just like to want. see something bad happen. Yeah. We want to see something bad happen. So that's just <laughs> so the way the human mind Bad is. things not keep happening to me for, <laughs> no, you know, no, no, I'm not saying that. I just mean the realness <laughs> when you shoot, the realness, you should just, in, in my, at least in my experience, because my, my, I think my TikTok is up to like 25 now, 25,000. And dude, you can ask him. I am the laziest motherfucker when it comes to shooting content. I am. I just say whatever's on my mind and film whatever's happening. And I could be dead fucking wrong. But because I don't care what anybody thinks, it usually does okay. (laughs) But like the ones that I'll really put effort into and crop them and short Mm -hmm. them and make sure that the sizes are the same. And I'll do, they'll get like 800 (laughs) likes or something like that. I took a video of my sister driving on my racing sim, 1.4 million views. How the fuck? (laughs) That's crazy. It's the most popular one on my whole channel. And it's my sister. She's just driving. It's not even like on a setup. It's four as a four. What the fuck? You know? So <laughs> yeah, like that makes no when sense people are me. like, oh yeah, you should really dive into it and really start thinking about it. I'm always like, nah, I can just start filming and posting stuff, dude. Eventually it'll catch on. You yeah. Know? Especially like, with your life. That's what I was saying. I think you should vlog because I don't know anybody else doing what you're doing. I'd, I, I don't know, know another person. the only person. It's probably, God, it's a pretty weird I haven't, thing. I've never even heard of someone doing it. Yeah. So... I don't know. I made, a, a, I don't know, probably 10 YouTube videos or something like that, but they took a good bit of effort. But like we were talking about before, I don't, I'm not a very like technologically savvy person to, it took me way longer than it should have to edit sure. those. <laughs> and, um, so anyway, I've done those, but I just need to, you're right. I should just do like a, try and do a simple uh, vlog or something. The problem is, is I'm not a big YouTube person Yeah, and I just don't watch, like we said, I didn't know who Adam LZ was until he started doing prospect. Oh, like, really? I didn't know who Jimmy Oaks was until I, I like podcasts because I'm driving a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier for me to listen to something sure. than just to watch it. Sure. And I know who Jimmy Oaks was until he was on Adam LZ's podcast. I found that and I was like, oh, that's cool. Jimmy's the best. And it was, I met him. He actually, when I crashed my car, he helped no. me try and find another chassis and stuff. He was super Hell yeah. cool. Jimmy Oaks. At all. Yeah. But oh, he he's was, so nice. And yeah. I met him at Riverside and he remembered him. He's, he's he liked a really that, nice he guy. He liked that post I put on the story of there was some dude from England that was like, oh, I hate the way people in America say chassis. And I was just like, I was like, I got to tell you, bud, 
Respectfully, none of us have cared what anyone thinks about our accent since July 4, 1776. And it, got, <laughs> and it has like fucking 100 likes, you know? And I posted it and I was like, in my, in my head when I was posting that, I was like, dude, I bet all these pro guys just think we're clowns, you know? Because we, <laughs> we just talk shit, you know? Yeah, we're just yeah. shooting the shit with people. But we also like, we'll answer comments. Dude, Jimmy Oaks like it. I was like, base Jimmy Oaks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I need to watch other people's stuff to get an idea of it. I just feel like I'm not that interesting. I'm this, uh, so for I, a vlog. Cause I don't do like, oh, I no. do a bunch of you crazy are. stuff. I don't do every day. I don't do it like every week. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'll just throw stuff up there and what happens. happens. Yeah, even if it's just, I mean, once every two weeks, once a month. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's just, if you keep some type of consistency, you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, if anybody sees any video, I do and has an idea throw go. it out there i'll try other stuff <laughs> okay you know don't make it weird but yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll try something so you mentioned you mentioned um working in the sand or like you know having to do whatever what happens if the car breaks it's a, you said it was e36 mm-hmm. what has broken uh, well with the whole car sure. first of all but <laughs> so I'll start with the biggest thing was crashing the car and that worked out. And honestly, I've had just really cool people that have helped me when it, when it's been fairly bad. Um, I have fortunately besides that one big thing, nothing's been super major. So up in New Hampshire, I told the car I started with, I had it for a long time and I would just are leading a tandem train and I just always have to be close to the wall for some reason. And I just had like, an inch like that much less grip than i thought i did and just went towards the wall i'm like well crap and tapped the wall and, and that brought me there. around front end of the wall and then the guy behind me just a 350z just into that wall and, yeah. that, and i think that's what killed the chassis but dude the the guys up there at uh, nedco which is northeast drifts company co or something um everybody up there was just so so cool they're just trying to help me out and that was so uh, a guy that I was driving with a lot during the day, Orion, he had a shop down in Connecticut. It was about three hours away or so. And I just AAA'd my car down there and he put it up on a lift and excuse me, we checked it out and saw the chassis was killed. And I bought his seat time car from him, which is what I have now. Uh, Cause I tried to find a chassis. I couldn't find one. I mean, I'm from down South, so you get some rust. Sure. But when you're shopping for cars up there, people are like, this doesn't have a lot of rust. I'm like, the floorboard's gone. What do you mean it doesn't have yeah, a lot yeah. of rust? So, uh, They're like desensitized to it almost. Exactly. I feel the same way. I used to sell cars in the north, and they, they were like that. Don't um, have that much rust. You're like, are you sure, man? <laughs> but people up there were just so cool. I was getting some of those guys like texting me pictures of chassis and stuff that I found on Facebook. One guy's a tow truck driver and he happened to be like passing by somebody that he saw had one. And like on his routes, he would like pull over real quick and jump out and like take pictures underneath the car and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was, I wouldn't have been able to keep going if it wasn't for those guys. Sure. Um, so I bought his car from him and I put, I just had like a little bit better ankle kit and suspension, stuff like that. We stripped the car down and got it caged. Uh, his car didn't have a cage in it. My other one did. You kind of need a cage if you do a lot of traveling. I would imagine that a, most a people lot want of, you to have it. A lot of places you're going to do tan require a decent yeah. cage. So a uh, guy up there, Norway Nils, fab. I mean, he had like a long list of people. And he was like, dude, you're in a tight spot. You're kind of stuck here. And he like got me in and had that cage done in two days. What a badass. Oh, like he he done so many E36s that he just had like a folder of exactly the bends and the measurements and everything. 
And dude, I brought that car in there. I stripped it down for him, brought that car in there. He was already bending pipe. He's like, all right, pick it up in two days. It's like, for real? Like, yeah, I'm like planning in my head. Like, there's no way this dude's going to Sure enough, man, like halfway mind. through the second day, he's like, come get it. Damn, what a badass. And done. And it was, it was a good cage. She was a lot better than the one I had in my old car. Um, yeah, so that was a big thing that happened. And then outside of that, it's just been little stuff um, with like some cooling issues with that car. Uh, it ended up just being like a, a bubble in the in the system. But, you know, I'm like whole event jacking the car up and stuff, trying to get air out of the system and sure. everything. Um, Vacuum bleeder on a radiator is the move. Yeah. I learned that lesson on the – I did rear mount on my car. Mm-hmm. It's in the trunk. And uh, I was – I just – it was like black magic to me, you know. Like yeah. I tried to bleed the car like this. Then I tried to bleed it like this. Then I put it in the air and like this and this and this. And it just never would. Then we put a black and beater on it. Three minutes is all the way bled, and, and, like that, and that's how we got. That's how we got fixed. Is I never got it perfect on that on that event, and I just somebody told me about a dude, and I brought it over there to him, and he did the uh, hello cat. He did it, <laughs> and the car was good to go. But besides that, I've been pretty lucky with the car braking. You know, so besides I'm trying to think, what else has gone wrong? Honestly, not a whole lot. Mostly just body damage. And you, you said know, you just beat it back out and keep going? Either beat it back out or like uh, pull a fender from a junkyard or something like that and, and put it on there. Uh, I did have a, a bit of like a tandem collision in Oregon recently and that like jacked up my front frame rails because I didn't have a bash bar or anything <laughs> on it. And dude like hooked it up to a truck and another guy out there was helping me and I went to my truck and just like yanked it back as straight-ish <laughs> and then went back out there. I did... Uh, that did their competition without a bumper. I was like, oh man, I'm kind of worried. What if I like go in at this guy in tandem and it screws up the car? I'll stay back. And I know myself. I always tell myself like, don't send it because this is bad time yeah. to send it. But once I'm there, I'm like, I just forget all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just do it. I call it the other guy, you know? Yeah. You're like driving. You have like a regular, there's a, there's a normal version of you. And then as soon as you leave the line, there's like somebody else is like, let's kill them. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But uh, anyway, and then I met, the guy that I, I bumped or I went into, uh, him and his dad had a shop down close to Sonoma in California. And that's where we're heading that direction anyway. T, T, if you see this, you're awesome. And T went down there and he just has this awesome shop just for like fun and helped me get it straightened out. We used a forklift he has a forklift for some reason <laughs> and just like one of those like a uh, harbor freight like slide hammer deals exactly yeah well no it's like a jack where you like pressurize it and it's going oh, yeah. oh, it's kind of port yeah. power yeah. that's what casey used, I've so used, the, I've used we pushed it like oh set God. it <laughs> we set it up Oops. on the on the forklift and then just like push the frame rails kind of sort of back into place and enough that it's like a little janky but it's good fine yeah 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 but besides that um let me think I had, do you have a welder in the RV? No. Okay. I don't know how to weld. What do you do for like Me regular, either. like regular? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do for like regular, uh, I guess, drift car needs like tires and all this? Cause you don't, you're an RV, so there's no address to ship stuff to. You just get them shipped to a local shop or anything. So I get them. Um, I now get them shipped. Most people ship them via FedEx. Uh, or UPS, but most um, people ship them via FedEx. So I get them delivered to FedEx locations. And you go pick them up. Going. I used to get them sent to tracks, and that didn't go well. 
a few times with either was, the yeah. FedEx guy leaving them somewhere he shouldn't have and the track getting annoyed, even though I'll, I would call the track ahead of time to make sure it was okay. And they say yes. Yeah. And then the FedEx guy would like do something dumb, like leave it in front of the restaurant or something if there's a restaurant there. Yeah. And that would be <laughs> annoying, which I understand. Um, I went to Seattle Evergreen Speedway the day because I have a day after FD event. So it was the day after FD I was there and I had tires shipped there. The track knew they were coming. They really had their stuff together and they just got lost in the FD yeah. madness. Yeah. I did end up getting the bag. The track manager called me like two weeks later. It's like, hey, I got your tires. Hey, I found your tires. <laughs> like in the bed of someone's truck. What but, the fuck? Yeah. But anyway, after that, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. So I tried to send to like FedEx locations and stuff as best I can. Yeah. That's oh, pretty yeah. smart. I was actually going to ask that question also. I was like, damn, I wonder how he gets his shit shipped to yeah. him. Same thing yeah. with parts and everything. It is kind of difficult, but same thing with parts um, or anything like that or anything we need, like even just Amazon, like normal house stuff. We'll try to get it shipped. You can normally get it shipped to the RV parks. Different RV parks have different policies and everything. But the hard thing is if it's not like next day Amazon, I'm not totally sure when it's going to get there. And I may or may not be there. Yeah. So, so it's, it, it's kind of. That's, yeah. It's you're risky. really trying to time it as best you can. And, and usually it works out. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. That does sound like a lot of planning. It yeah. is a lot of planning. And I'm not good at planning. So I'm glad my wife's around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the bonus topics. The, the first bonus topic is obviously Taylor Ray's Corvette. Have you seen his Corvette? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've only seen a few clips of it. I haven't watched any any major videos on it. <clears throat> oh, well, he just got his wrap done, like delivery oh, yeah. and everything. The, la- the last I saw it, it didn't even have you're, all the body panels on it. You're going to hate me. Oh, no. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious, bro? Uh, Taylor, I love you, but I'm not a fan of matte colors. Oh, Can I see it? I'm, I'm not going to have an opinion yet. There you go. Dude, he built that in a garage. I love this car. I absolutely love this car. I mean, <laughs> I love his content. I love everything, but I, I just don't dope. like matte. I don't like matte colors on a car. I, I like a lot of color in things, you know, so yeah. this isn't something I would choose, but I, I think it looks super sick. So It's I, definitely him. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. definitely Taylor. His style. I have an even more unpopular opinion that the internet will hate me for. You know, do you follow Cletus McFarlane? Wow. I know. This is what I told you. I wasn't kidding. I'm all by myself. (laughs) He doesn't follow. I mean, he follows his stuff, but he just doesn't really, he doesn't like drag racing. I'm aware of him. Cletus McFarlane has a Corvette, like Exocart type Corvette, and he just changed it to a straight axle four link rear end (laughs) instead of the other style. Yeah. And dude, his, it's so cool. All right. It's first of all, it runs like, seven second passes okay and it, it's just bet- between the engine and the road and you all it is is a windshield everything else is open sounds terrifying oh it's dude it sounds awesome it makes my pants <laughs> tight, okay <laughs> but, but dude his tie his fab guy ty did this crazy fab work on the back of the car and then they painted it blue and like i don't like the blue <laughs> i don't like it do you I, feel as though it is not masculine enough it's not about for masculinity. the ferocity of the car it ju- it's just we it just doesn't it doesn't make i don't know i just think it doesn't make sense like uh, josh my brother josh like loves the blue will hide a lot of the fabrication why like, not just do black the rest of the car is black well i mean yeah I'm, but I'm, I'm saying that's, like said, that's like probably color. why you don't like it it hides the blue is so loud that it, it 
It can hide a lot of the. I don't know. I I think you'd have to watch a couple videos of this Fab guy. I, yeah, he's a G man. I mean, I don't know that he's trying to hide stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe. No, I'm not saying he's trying to hide it. I'm just saying it does hide it, and that's probably why you don't like it. You like to see all of the work. Involved. I feel like that would be the point of some kind of like EXO something that doesn't have a body so that you can see yeah, yeah. all this stuff that's going I, I don't, on. I don't, you know? I'm not hating on it. I love Leroy. I think it's a fucking awesome car. I mean, dude, it makes 3,000 horsepower. I mean, it's, there's it's noticeable. It's <laughs> that, noticeable that's like horsepower. everything I would, that's what I like. I like horsepower. I want to turn the earth backwards when I push the gas, you know, like that's what I'm about. But like they painted it blue and I was like, why blue? And it's the same, <laughs> it's the same feeling I get when I look under like somebody, no offense, an E36 or something, but they've painted their cover on their differential like red or something. I'm like, why did you do that? Why didn't you just like, why didn't you just paint it so that it looks like it comes that way? You know? I don't know. I just think it's, it doesn't have to look like it came that way, but like, it's just like, you just look like, you know, all right, well, I did 40 hours worth of fab work. Let me just fucking paint all this shit blue. I don't know. I, just, I, just, I wasn't into it. I don't know. Sorry, it would, it would be really hard to do, but it would be kind of cool if you could somehow like paint individual parts different colors. You know what I mean? To almost like yeah. highlight different, like say this is like the you rear could. suspension or something it would like just, that. It, it it would take forever. But like the VW amount of time. What kind of what's the VW? What's the name of that VW? The one that's like it's a GTI oh, dude, Harley. Or about. Like that. It's the oh man, isn't it? It's GTI. I just used one of those in a video the other day. Yeah, the store. But that's the, but that's what I'm talking about. People like stuff. That's why and it's and this is a good, another good segue for the podcast, okay? It's okay for you not to like stuff on certain cars and yeah. st- you can still have a conversation and like that car. Speaking of <laughs> stancy pants. Yeah. It's okay not to like things, guys. Yeah. But you should definitely not fucking light it on fire. Like if you're the owner, yeah. you can do whatever you want with it. But like you shouldn't light someone else's car on fire. We and just got this news today. Yeah, I was like, like driving on, on the way over here, and apparently, Stancy Pants, uh, someone uh, destroyed his RX-8. Throw the picture of it up, please. Yeah. So, despite our obvious uh, reservations about the fabrication work on that car, we would never want someone's property destroyed. So. That's fucking awful. We hope you find them. If we can help, let us know. Yeah. That's a, that's a crazy thing. You know, like we were talking about before, I can't imagine. I mean, you can disagree with something. You know, you can walk by and be like, I don't like this car in this example. And it's like, that's okay. Right. Like, we yeah, all what, do different things. But, like, who walks clicks in your some, head and is like, yeah, I'm just going to set that on fire. Yeah, you know, it's like you walk. It's like, I'm going to go look at art today. Hmm. I don't like the shading in this one. I will burn it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just you don't, don't do like, that. It seems like, that's weird. And then you move on. It seems crazy life. that someone yeah. would ever stoop that low. It's crazy. That's so mm. crazy to me. And it's funny because you put a comment from the, our, from the podcast Instagram on his post. And all we've gotten was fucking hate for that, too. It's just hey, funny. There's two, there's two like, or three guys in there that were like, dude, if you actually watch oh, yeah. the podcast, we it's, we're, not, we're not shitting on the, like, like, dude, like, dude, I, I've talked, I've like talked, not talked shit, but I've like talked about, you know, the mini truck guys with hmm. the beds. I don't get it, bro. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what it's for. You're not using it to dump gravel. You're just doing it to flex. I don't understand it. I respect the work that you put in to do it, but I just don't get it. It's the same with Stancy Pants' car. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know why you want to make a car worse to drive, less reliable. And in my opinion, after looking at some of the welds on that car, kind of unsafe. Now, whether or not that's true is pretty much up for debate unless I laid my actual eyes on it. But like, yeah. 
you know, I've never been like, wow, that's horrible. I hope it, I hope it bursts into flames, <laughs> burns to the ground. That's awful. So yeah. And you can take this hey, last for one. all you people out there that are hating. He actually likes yeah, us. Yeah, we we <laughs> so. talked to him a bunch. Like he's cool. He, we're, we're buddies. So you can get mad if you want to. You're still fucking nobodies. So, uh, you can take this last one. Cause I don't even know who spoon is. What? Duh. You do. It's Jimmy Oaks's. Oh, tech, oh yeah. that guy. But yeah, Whoops. ever Would since you say Jimmy Oaks is what? Uh, his tech, like his, oh, oh, his mechanic yeah. basically now. Um, yeah, I do know who that is. But while he's on, Jimmy Oaks is on Drift Week, Spoon's been like the the, the at-home character for hmm. the shot videos and stuff because they keep going back and forth between track videos and shot videos hmm. since there's like downtime during Drift Week. Since it's technically... A, Drift Week is two weeks. <laughs> it's not a week. But yeah, that's all I was saying. It's Spoon's been like a good character for the channel. This is like the fourth time I've said this on this. You fucking suck. I know. (laughs) I'm gonna have to just go binge watch every single fucking video. Paid attention to that, have you? No. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I wish I could. I could start trying to make stuff up for you, but I feel like it would. You would eventually figure out that I'm. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I've talked to Jimmy Oaks like from my personal channel before. (laughs) Like uh, I like I like him. I just haven't. I don't watch enough of his stuff. Every time I say I need to, I go home and like my girlfriend's like, we need to build this table or something you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> there's always a thing there's yeah, always, a there's thing always you something to, to do you know so you i just never get around to, to it i don't i don't know what it is but i've just <clears throat> never maybe that's why i hadn't like really kept up with a lot of these like common youtube personality that a lot of people see is i just have never been really interested in watching someone else build a car well bro you're a whole youtube yeah. personality you just don't have a youtube I have I, a fucking I, rv I, with I a car in it i think that's it you know what i mean it was yeah. like i just TikTok don't would fucking love you i said it earlier yeah. i haven't seen it you know and it's like it's cool like i think it's awesome what they do like i said like my limited experience with jimmy oaks an incredibly nice person mm-hmm. but like watching somebody build cars i'm just not super into it I'm, i probably should be because i'm not a very good mechanic <laughs> i'm majority of the time i'm i'm obsessed with youtube but we're the same <laughs> you're the same if, if it's like the car still moves and turns i'm like it is fixed <laughs> let's go get the car before it breaks again oh it's fucking funny take advantage yeah oh all right well this is uh your favorite time of the podcast oh, can so. i do this now all right <laughs> Dude, I love this part. This is my favorite thing. All right. So this one was on the story. So some of you have probably already seen this. Hey. I'm doing the hater comments. I'm, I know. I'm telling them. Dumbass. All right. This is the part of the podcast Stupid. where I go through and I find all of the hateful comments from the last week and I talk shit about those people. Uh, and unlike the story from the podcast uh, on Instagram, I like dead name people. So uh, this guy's name is Jacob the Meerkat. He's got a picture of a Miata. Ooh. Yeah. And so his his initial comment is to us pronouncing the word chassis. And he says, hearing Americans pronounce chassis. And then he has a little throw up emoji. But I read it as like, hearing Americans pronounce chassis is weird. So I said, sir, respectfully, we haven't cared what people thought about our accent since July 4th, 1776. Now, in this... <laughs> In this screenshot, it has like 21. I think it's up to like 100 now. Like a lot of people like that comment. And then obviously I put it on the thing and I uh, put it on the story. All right. So, okay. So this is on, dude, the Adam LZ one is still going on. I keep telling you we should do like hot hot takes again at the end of the thing. It works so good. Like, dude, you guys think that they act like they hate it, but they actually like it. They are commenting on... 
I got an idea for that. We'll discuss that after the podcast. Okay, so this guy named Brazil MK4, which I'm assuming he probably has a. I didn't include a screenshot, but anything Mark Four, uh, Mark Six, uh, I'm going to assume is Volkswagen related. So opinion uh, rendered useless. Uh, he says <laughs> they don't want to analyze; they just want to drum up drama so people comment. And I said. We analyzed it in detail with multiple guests and have gotten responses from the likes of Chelsea fucking Denofa. If you don't like our content, that's fine, honestly. But don't. T- uh, but at least tell the whole truth if you're going to comment on our platform. LOL. And then we ended. He ended up going on a big tirade, and it ended with like being like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And I was like, "Dude, we've had like 35 plus hours of conversations about nothing but fucking drifting." I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I might not know it all, but I feel like I got a pretty good handle on it. You know what I mean? What the fuck? So then, Rob Affant, I hope I'm mispronouncing your name, Uh, he said, no different than bringing up people to try and leech off their following. Like he's trying to make fun of us for name dropping because we're (laughs) having discussions about people. And then I said, oh yeah, it's the same as uh, a Drift News Source podcast bringing up people relevant to drifting. Sure, bud. He was like, relevant yet you bring up something from how many years ago and then in the comments contradict it. It's done simply to start discussions to get comments. And I said, no, it's a nine-second clip from an hour-long podcast taken out of context for views, you big hairy turd blossom. (laughs) 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 You can always tell who's manning the comments between the two of us because Dawson's like, that's not true. And I'm like, listen here, you fucker. (laughs) Hang on one second. I need to know. I know that you apparently have a notebook that you wake up in the middle of the night and write down jokes. Do you also write down insults? Because there's no... Of course. Yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Cow-eyed moron. Be dreaming about his worst enemy. Dude, and like, like, I don't... I remember writing them down but the next morning when i get up like it's like it's like you're trying to think about why you wrote stuff down it's like a dream journal (laughs) kind of but like dude imagine waking up to cow-eyed moron there's no context it's just like you just wrote that down and i'm like why did i say that and then i just used it in a sentence and the person was like you just think of that right now i was like no i thought about it at three o'clock this morning (laughs) you're just like all right maybe i'm a psycho for stop telling people about my journal all right so and then he said, uh, strange you made the assumption I'm basing a comment on a nine-second video instead of a full hour, but typical of fancy, fancy, I don't know, I guess he has a error here. He says, but a typical fancy pace podcaster trying to get followers, cheer up, you will, get, oh, this is why I put this in here. He says, cheer up, you will get off the sex registers list one day. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, man. I was like, wow, that's pretty like baseless comment i don't know where that came from but whatever and and so then i go to his profile and i look around a little bit and, and i said dang rob that's some pretty serious accusations you're projecting there did the cops have to tell you to stay away from the school zone again yeah we want followers you brainless donkey we're a podcast and then i put the little clown emoji and then he blocked us so <laughs> oh and then oh, and before he blocked us i got a screenshot look at dude look at this face that's a face even a mother couldn't love you know <laughs> Look at that. What Look at his dream. forehead, bro. He doesn't have dreams. He has movies. That's a five head. Yeah. So, and he has some stupid, I don't even want to read his thing. It's, all right, well, I'll read it, whatever. He says, I'm arrogant enough to know nothing is impossible if I put my mind to it. So, I don't know. It sounds like some sort that's a, of... A, that's an un, unexpected, uplifting comment he had. Right. <laughs> you know? 
like especially after like the the it just sounds like something you're gonna say before you go like figure skating or something you like have like a broad (laughs) thing put on your spandex i'm like i'm arrogant to know enough as possible of my mind to it melbourne australia unfortunately it's from australia i like australia uh okay so this guy is talking about um Okay, so this was from the original post when we were talking about the comparison between how popular Mike Prizza got and how like pretty stagnant Stancy Pants' following yeah, yeah. was. And we pretty much, in our opinion, like dialed it down to like, well, it comes down to craftsmanship. Like, yeah, Stancy Pants' car is fucking crazy because it's like the the maximum extreme that you can go to, but the craftsmanship sucks. And so his follower count was not as high as Prizza's and Prizza's is like a perfectionist, right? And so I was talking about that and this guy says, talking about, his name is I, I don't even know how to pronounce it R-A-R-I-R-A-J so R-A-R-A-R-A-J says, God, that's a fucking mouthful Yeah, I don't know Got more syllable than brain cells So then he says talking about nothing and being negative for no reason and then I said, we're talking about follower count and its relationship to craftsmanship. Nobody is being negative. And then he said, I regret, <laughs> I regret engaging with this content at all. Have a good day. And I said, hold this L for his homeboy. <laughs> that one has a lot of views or whatever. I, I do at least appreciate. And then instead of just like doubling down, he's like, I regret this thing that I've done now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I should have never been here. My bad. <laughs> like he walked into a room and be like, I realized I shouldn't be here, sir. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, I feel like, I feel like because, because we are, at least in my opinion, besides maybe KBD, KBD will fucking go after people, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But other yeah. than, other <laughs> than that. dude, he's a savage, bro. He'll like post your sponsorship photo and be like, fuck out of here. You're like, <laughs> because like, nobody has body. I know. Like but he's so, like, dude, damn, you know, he just doesn't care. So, which I love, I love that about him. Cheers to you, uh, KBD. Okay, so. Do you want to spot, you want to get me a kit? That'd be great. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't say Please. That. <laughs> Just She's be like, who the fuck is this podcast? I'm not giving them shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so the car reviews is next. I don't know if you guys want to start. How do you want to start this? You want to? Oh, fuck. Okay, so am I involved in this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay, so this guy. Okay, his name is Zero Hour Drift on Instagram. He responded to one of those posts that I made that was on the story or whatever, like laughing. I think it was the one where I was like telling that guy, I don't give a fuck if you, yeah, you think yeah. about my accent. And so then he, so then I click on his car and obviously I'm biased. I like Firebirds, right? <laughs> but dude, it's not an LS and it's not an LT. It's a 3800 series. I saw this story and it caught my eye. Dude, I'm not really? Lie. That's that pretty car interesting. Is fucking cool. really cool. So you got us a picture of the engine bay here, right? He's got the up and forward or well, it might be down and forward. I can't tell. By the way, I'm sorry. I don't have the, that's a 10 sound effect in there yet. We're working on it. Yeah. So. But yeah, so he's got all this going on, and he's got a gate here that looks like it goes down. It's all really nicely neat. Uh, he said he's chasing a uh, um, random misfire. So if anybody has any kind of weird experience with a standalone unit on a 3800 having a random misfire, uh, let us know because we'd like to help that guy yeah. fix his rig. But it's a, a small car. pool of people, but I hope he figures okay, it yeah. out. <laughs> well, dude, I learned that the guy who invented or uh, helped design the 3800 is the first guy that started using shot painting for oh, uh, wow. for building stuff. And dude, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you if you think about it, you don't think about it because it's a pretty unassuming car. Mm-hmm. But those old Pontiacs with 3800s, you still see them. They still drive around. 
So they're like really good motors. They're hard to kill because everything's shot peened. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's a green Firebird, white wheels. He says it's got custom suspension up front. I remember he said. I'm assuming that's for angle, but I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Probably. So so this is a drift car. It's a drift car. Yeah. Dude, I'm, that's I'm, so fucking. It's got a kid on it. I'm here for it, dude. <laughs> I'm all about it. I actually like it. Unlike you, yeah. as far as like Firebirds and like the F body Camaros and everything go, I've I've honestly never been a huge fan of them. Oh really? But that's probably the best looking one I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he did custom over fenders. That's all he did it himself. He didn't really he didn't he did buy it himself. Yeah, he did it himself. I'm gonna give him an eight and a half. That's where I was gonna hit it at. Yeah, yeah. same here. Yeah, I, was, I would say an eight. <clears throat> very impressive. Yeah, very cool car. Definitely the, my favorite. Oh my god, this fucking fire dude. Oh, dude, all right. So this guy, <laughs> he went above and beyond. I was checking the 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 podcast emails and I see uh, some random name and he was like my submission and I was like what the fuck, dude. <laughs> so I clicked it and he literally he put the longest build list to submit this car. So I we like were the like, okay, he's just really got it. The only intro was his, my submission. Well, yeah, yeah, it was he's like hilarious. That. Look, his thing was my Mustang my, my build. Boost, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> like, what it was. Don't take yourself too seriously, but he included, like, I'm serious. The reason I only got the pictures is because the mods list on this car. I is, took three is like, screenshots for this, yeah. and only one of them is of the actual car. Wow. That's yeah. it. So, okay, yeah, look at this, bro. Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. It's an S550. S550. It's E85. Well it's got a flex fuel sensor on it. Uh, this looks like a full tryhard in a Coyote package. I don't see cams. Did he do cams? I didn't get to go fully through the list and actually read it all. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a lot. Spherical we're, ball we're, joints. Why so We want to help the audio listeners, but there's there's no help in this one. I'm we sorry. Can, I mean, we so can just put much. them up while we're talking, I guess. But I mean, this I'm is talking like, about for the audio listeners, though. They're not oh, I mean, yeah, I, I can't even yeah, go through. No way. I, there's so much it's stuff. It's everything. I mean, he's every part of the car is different at this point. So, in my car, this car is like a fucking. I give it a nine. Yeah, I'd give it a nine, man. This is a fucking maximum tryhard car. This not is, a ten, just because it's. Let me see. Let me see. It's still in a technically cool car. It is a cool car. And I it's like a Mustang. I'm not a big I, fan of Mustangs. I, I really appreciate the submission and the detail that's went into Agree. it. I, I really, I, this is my first time seeing this, but I bet you guys get a lot of them where it's just like a picture. <laughs> oh, dude. Or you something. don't even, don't get me fucking started. We'll never <laughs> so get I out of here. I appreciate this person. And I, I would probably say an eight, but I'm going to give it a nine. Laughing, he does. Because I like <laughs> the effort that he put into it. And the only reason I would say an eight is like it's it's built really well. But the the look of it is it looks like a pretty normal Mustang. Yeah. It just so I don't know where we're, we're putting on that, which if that's what you're going for, then great. Um, but anyway, the, because the quality of this submission, and again, I can only imagine how many low quality submissions you get. Yeah, but we have to do a nine. You're, 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 on, it would drive reason, you nuts, on, on the bro. owner's character. The reason I'm laughing is because we got a comment the other day saying how that the best addition to the podcast or whatever was how you get infuriated by all the submissions and shit. Well, dude, okay, so what? What you? What nobody <laughs> else sees is me in my house trying to go through submissions and dude when i'll make a submission post dude you know how like it'll have a drop down box it just stays on it's just on the whole time it's like da-ding, 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 da-ding. <laughs> and each time i think i'm gonna get a submission like this guy's car but instead i got you fucking trolls sending me pictures of empty engine bays it'll run in two months sure it will no it won't like fucking send me a car that works so i can actually put it on here because you're going against people like this guy that have detailed every fucking nut and bolt on his car like how am i supposed to 
You know, <laughs> how often do you get a quality submission like this? That's the only one we've got so far. One. Yeah, first one. He figured yeah. out the email and sent it in Heck and yeah. made okay. A play. The email is actually not hard to figure out. It's it's linked to the TikTok and it's linked to the Instagram. You can easily I'm, find it. And if you're on here here on YouTube, it's I'm, I think there's actually a link for it on our channel to email us. I, I just <laughs> meant like most people are just so low effort. You know, yeah, they're yeah. just so maximum lazy. They're like, oh, I, oh, he's made in a thing. They'll, they don't even like, they don't even go and like take a photo of the car. They just scroll up, click camera, and then find the one of their car that's like bashed up against a guardrail. Like that's the one I want to send, and then they send it <laughs> in, and I'm supposed to rate that, you know. <laughs> then I'm like, every time I'm like, I'm trying, I'm, you Please know, only look at the passenger <laughs> side. Yeah, yeah. And so like in my head, I'm like, you know, God. I'm, I'm working on myself, man, but these people are fucking trying me, bro. <laughs> so, so I'll make an Instagram story that like basically gives you all but the instructions. I need two pictures, one of the car, one of the bay or your interior, but not both. Okay. And then a short mods list. Right. And you know what I get? Crash cars. That's what I get. They're, they're all fucking crashed. Every time I like open it and it'll be like, like they'll send me their thing. It's a 2JZ with a single turbo. It's got this and this. It doesn't run right now, but it will. And then as soon as I see that, I'll scroll down. It's like doesn't have any body panels on it. And I'm supposed to, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> all right, I'll shut up. All right. So, yeah, I'd probably give that car 8.5 really nice. or 9. All right. So, this guy, I did two pictures. So, this is the car. Oh, God, that's so far away. Uh, so I, I can, 10. Holy 5. shit, that's a good background. <clears throat> oh, no. oh, okay, I get, I can see, see the concept now. Yeah. You see? So is that it's part on the floor. Of, is that part of a build, or is this the actual submission? Is he like, this is what it was, and now look at my new fender? No, I mean, it, it has fenders on it. I mean, you know. But we don't know which one of the, when it was taken. But this is one of the ones that I was talking about where I think they just like, they're like, ooh, podcast, and they just took the picture right there, you know? Mm. But he has to have more pictures on his phone. Of his car. So, oh, and, and dude, people have submitted multiple times. There's threads that are like two or three weeks old where they <laughs> have resubmitted every podcast. And so, and like, I'm not actually mean. He just makes me look mean on the internet. So then I'm trying to tell these people, hey man, every Thursday, just resubmit. So it goes to the top of the feed so I can pick between five or six cars and try and put one together. And if you guys, dude, if you guys would just fucking send in the ones that I want, like a picture of the car, a picture of the bay, or the interior, but not both, and then a short mods list, I can do more cars quicker so we can have a bigger, a bigger, uh, uh, you know, a, a bigger number of cars to look at yeah. rather than just five or six. And you would, it would have a better chance of getting on. This figuring out what the fuck what we're looking is. at is the hardest part. So plain, I'm assuming. Yeah, this looks like uh, like a maybe an M50 or an M52, a non M E36 motor. It still has the stock. No, it's probably an M52 because that's the stock uh, intake manifold. A lot of people do like the the M50, which is the smaller displacement manifold because it flows air really, really well. But it's substantially bigger, hmm. and I might be wrong, but that doesn't look like it's a whole lot bigger. I, th I think that's just a stock car with a with an air intake. It looks like it even still has the trash control, like little module up there by the yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Boo! I fuck mean, that's you. not. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably give it a fucking six point five seven, something like that. I, I give it a six. So, are we basing this off of like just being like a cool car, mat. or There's just a, how, there is how I feel on how the you inside feel on the inside when I look at it? I'm I'm gonna say a, a five. Okay. Yeah. And and I'm gonna. 
I'm going to do a little bit purple. with the the quality of the submission. Just because now I know that's a thing from that Mustang. That was a great quality submission. Yeah. And this one, we're spoiled now. The, Sorry, you guys. Why send a picture? Yeah, an M52 that's with an intake mod. and exhaust. Yeah, that's decent. That's a bolt-on car. Okay. Yeah, not even a. It's it's just an intake. Yeah. on the on the car which is Intake fine i totally get it honestly the the little nick i would give it is that he submitted a picture without the fender on it when he obviously had just don't send that picture because that other picture even though it was far away was kind of a cool picture yeah no. so you gotta have so there you go quality submissions matter a don't rule just i just made up that's right and i the just guess, got here i have guess. no authority to do that but <laughs> <I> mean, <yeah. laughs> so i'm pretty sure that this car it's going to be between this car and the corvette that i picked that's going to be my two favorite cars so this next car is another guy that reacted to one of the posts and then i started going on his instagram dude y'all are gonna like this car Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, that's it. Yeah, fuck it? me up. It's fucking sick. It's an RX-7. It's got a 408 Ford motor, right? Oh, my God. Dude, it's fucking litty-titty. And it's even Does the right color. ITBs? Uh, yeah. Does it? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Yeah, bro. Oh, my mm. God. I'm ready with my number whenever you guys are, so go ahead. Oh, <laughs> that's, geez, a, that's a fucking 10. That's a 10. That's a, that's yeah. a 10 in the ITBs. Dude, it it's got me. a big wing. It's fully kitted. Dude, look at the and like, full This is what front. I was talking about. When we that talk is about a beautiful, yeah, look at dude. That. When wow. we talk about fab work, we're talking about this, right? You can do it the way this do, and you know what? You can do it the way this guy did it, or you can do it the way that I and Stancy Pants have done it. All right, I can't weld. What the fuck? But my car does what it needs to do. So yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't like it's just a difference in craftsmanship. I don't have the patience for yeah, this kind that, of stuff. That looks incredible. Yeah. I should have opened this with, with the disclaimer of my car is not awesome, so I'm, I don't feel like <laughs> qualified to judge these people's cars. <laughs> They'll do be my seeing best. it in the very beginning but of the that podcast. Is, that is that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, sick ride. Yeah, that's insane. Good job, sir. Yeah, well very done. impressive tube front for sure. All right, so now we have my friends James Dow. I think I'm probably mispronouncing his name. And dude, look, he he, he submitted his little joke. He said, "09 Nissan S16." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so it's a dual caliper hydro kit, uh, steering wheel, NRG seat, basic. It's a, oh, it's a Mantis kit. Okay, so it's a so it's the same kit that's on Caleb's yeah. car. That's a that's a great seat time car, dude. So I'm gonna give it a nine. And a half probably, but it's and it's nothing personal. I just don't fucking like yellow. I was gonna get it. I don't like yellow an cars. Eight and a half. But that's the great thing about America is you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I'll call it an eight. Same. I'm not a huge. I'm not anti yellow. I mean, I, I wouldn't choose that color. And I get maybe it's the distance I am from the picture right there. But what is up with that side skirt? Oh, it's just like one the little the little oh, baby like ones towards the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of those, especially if you don't have the real bumper. And I appreciate that car. The... It fucks. I follow him on Instagram. It's a fucking cool car. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now we have uh, B. Harad, and he has his S13, and it is honestly one of the oh, nicer. Oh, it's a 1J. Isn't it? You don't like 1Js? Is it a bad thing? No, I'm... Oh, I what the like, fuck? I don't know, your, your man. Tone your tone sounded very negative. Your tone sounded... Yeah, yeah, I was like, you like JC. I'm like, God, what are we I doing? I got a headache, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on. No, 1J is my favorite motor. Me too, man. They sound awesome. I've had a joke for like years where I'm like, like nothing, nothing looks as cool as a JZ sounds. I think that might be in Medford, Oregon. That's where I crashed the front of my car. I remember this drop off in one of these corners. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> the front end of the car up. I might be wrong, but I think that's in Medford, Oregon. Hard as fuck. That car goes hard as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's in Medford, Oregon. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with corner. a nine. That's a nine and a half. For yeah, me. nine. I like that. It's clean as fuck. And I have a real soft spot for 240s. Me too. I just don't like their owners. And that's oh, it. I was talking about the car. <clears throat> well, you go first. Which one's your favorite? My favorite of all of the, oh, that RX-7. Okay. Yep. That was going to be mine too. I love the one J car, but that FC is too good. Yeah, it's so it's nice. Very impressive build. Radium. Yeah, that was an easy one. Yeah, that was the other one. No, you know, not, some of them are hard though. Not, some of them are the cars. Yeah. Good job, guys. Because we try and do like we'll do like one week. We'll do nice. He ones. does the car reviews, so. and then one week I'll do like not missiles, but I'll do like the average guy's car. And this this week was kind of more of like on the upscale. So uh, I'm sorry, uh, Riley Pendleton, you kind of got. Kind of got the shaft there. It wasn't on purpose. But, dude, <laughs> honestly, he's been super persistent in the chat. <laughs> don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. I was like, okay. <laughs> you want to go on? That's fine. So, yeah. So Who was super per- persistent with car was The that? BMW guy. Oh, the BMW. He, oh, okay, he, I'll give you extra points for that. Yeah, Another yeah. Half so point he, for he stayed it. on top of it. Yeah. But, um, There's nothing wrong with the simple car. I think a simple car is great. And yeah. also, I will say that the reason that I tell you to format it where you get one picture of the car, one picture of the bay or the interior is because I'm sure that he probably sent me a picture of the whole car but the only way i could capture everything in one thing is on a screenshot and so mm. like it needs to fit yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so otherwise i'm i'm saving sending instead of just copy and pasting so yeah. it makes it way longer than it needs to be so anyways yeah i'd say the fc is fucking i mean dude it's Thank just tits, like bro it's just maximum try hard you know it's just like oh, huge. fast as fuck boy <laughs> yeah it's got the big fancy thing hell yeah all right so here you go. You can do the outro. I want to drink beer. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, give me a piece of advice for anyone that's looking to kind of do the lifestyle of drifting that you have with the, the lifestyle stuff. that I have. That's yeah, a tough we switched one. Switch this question up just for you. Oh, geez, dude. The lifestyle of drifting that I have. Um, Start a just pool company. Travel. Yeah, just <laughs> traveling around. Um, man, that's a good question. I would say maybe two things. The first thing is the, probably the most common drifting advice you'll get for beginners, but keep it simple, which I'm about to not have it very simple, but I'm trying to get to another level in competition. Um, but I tried to get to as high of a driving capability as I could get in a car that wasn't going to cost me a fortune to run. Um, I have a, I have a midway question. Did you drive to the maximum to where your car kind of bored you before you actually before you before you went up to power like when you're not boring because obviously it's drifting but when you're just like man if i just you reach your potential at yeah yeah so uh i'll be honest with you is i'm i'm always i'm pretty hard on myself all the time for especially on a driving capability or driving like uh, aspects of it so i'm always like well just be better it's not the car it's you um and i wasn't totally sure where i should be but when i went to the that school with taka he's an incredible driver and a great coach and he will not try to make you feel good about yourself and it like kind of helped me i went to him and spent a little while with him and he was just like you're at a level that you need about five or six hundred wheel and to, to match where where you're at so and i was like 50, well that's 50 events 50 years I was for, like, yeah, 50 years, 50 years for another one vampire. Year. Might as well. <laughs> 50 events a year is what? like the hyperbolic time chamber yeah, yeah. for and a fucking... It's just this year that I've uh, had that many, you know what I mean? That's still that's still a lot, man. That is a lot of driving. I mean, yeah. It's a fair, yeah, it's a fair amount. I but, bet I don't have 50 events on my car. In oh, fact, really? I know I don't. No, I doubt it. Yeah, no way. Oh. I might have like 20 or 30, maybe. <laughs> Ever. Wow. I probably... Well... 
<clears throat> I'd probably get close to that. But that's that was probably the catalyst of me adding more power to the car was having to was really a pro move. tell you you need yeah, a and then more I, I spent a lot of time just in like driving theory with him of not even driving but understand why why a car does certain things sure. why why you need ter- certain techniques and when to use them and stuff and one of the biggest things was I just didn't have the available wheel speed that I needed honestly a lot of times at lower speeds so I would show up and I could follow a faster excuse me, I could follow a faster car fairly often, depending on the the driver and how the car is set up. You know, if it's, you know, I, I did a competition run with Derek Madison, his pro spec car in Riverside. That's a properly set up car and a proper driver. And he just was so fast in the corner, but your average uh, event or something like that, somebody might have an LS in the car and they're just turning into smoke. You sure. know what I mean? So a lot of times I could try to keep up with them, but a lot of times they're even slower than how I, how fast I was trying to go. So if you kind of imagine like where your wheel speed is on a graph, you know what I mean? Sure. So in that range of where you're still drifting, lower wheel speed typically turns into more forward motion. Mm-hmm. But you increase the wheel speed, you're actually going to like start losing traction at a certain point, which gives you the ability with a lot of power to follow a much slower car. As you can just send your wheel speed way up there. And it's actually going to slow you down, but you're still maintaining drift. And I didn't have that. Uh, ability with my wheel speed i could Your only go was way smaller so so high yeah so i would actually get caught up behind high power cars sometimes and i would just I would just clutch kicking like crazy and i couldn't keep up yeah you know or, or i would actually lose like stop drifting you know what i mean yeah so and that's so once i understood how to use it and how it was holding me back and everything and i'm like okay well now i should start adding a little bit more power but to go up there, there and go. doing just traveling and everything fucking sorry i probably like over explained that way too much no i was nah, saying no mm-hmm. i was that's like that was fucking that was yeah. for them. that was good that was exactly what i wanted a very right informative on. exactly what i wanted to hear um, so that other people know what's going on because i feel strongly about not overdoing things and developing yourself as a driver if that's if you love building cars my brother's like that my brother is like he's really into the into the car itself and everything, which is really cool. So if you're into just, or just building the car or having the car, then by all means do it. But I view it as more of a, a sport that I enjoy doing and the car is what allows me to do that. So I honestly don't really have any, like I have an E36 and through just what it's been around, I have had like BMWs for track cars and stuff, but it's not like I care a whole lot about BMWs is just would been the tool that I've used in this car. Yeah, and it's worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, so that's how I view it. And so I just like to try to keep it as simple, not tons and tons of power. Cause you, you can get a lot done without a ton of power and you can't make a lot of mistakes because you're, you're, you'll be punished for your mistakes. If sure. you, if you over rotate or something like that, you don't have the power to try and make up for it. It's the same thing in, in grip driving, you know, but that's why, you know, if you're looking at grip driving, um, I don't know if they still do it, but you know, back in the day you'd have guys driving spec Miata or something like that. You, you, you pull a guy for an IMSA team from spec Miata and you put them in some high power car, the teams didn't hesitate to do that. it'll take them a minute to get used to the power, but that's a high quality driver in a very tight field. If somebody's like winning SCCA nationals in a spec Miata or something like that, like that, that guy's ripping. Yeah. And he's good. And you can put him in a faster car. Um, so that's kind of how I was looked at. So I would say, first of all, keep it simple to try and keep your, your operational costs down. Cause it just, if, if you're spending outside of your means, it's just going to be stressful and yeah. you're not going to want to do it. And then you, you'll regret it, you know? Um, so I would say that. And then also the other side of it is, is a lot of travel. What I do, I have a very specific situation because I have kind of a business set up that I just happen to be able to go. I mean, I, it could end at any point, you know, if I had two guys get sick or something, 
and stop. I got to go yeah. back and start working on pools, but it is what it is. And so having some kind of a job that would allow you to travel and not be super stressed out about it and then tailor whatever your car situation is, whether it's a NA Miata, whatever it is that allows you to do it, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. We're big travel. advocates for do the most with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And then and it's, and I'm <clears throat> like I was saying before, I'm judging these people's cars. Like my car doesn't look awesome. I just got it painted. I got the over fenders. I have like an awesome livery design by livery to livery. And he just nailed it, dude. I mean, it's like the detail and stuff is awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. I have it up on my, uh, on my Instagram. I can pull it up here in a minute, but yeah, you send it, you just yeah, send, send it to us, us and we'll put it up. Yeah. I'll send yeah. it over there. But it's, it's hard to see in the picture, but like some of the, I guess you call it like some of the stripes on it, the bigger ones and you get close to, it, it's like a topography map. And then it was oh, like travel cool. themes, hey, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very pretty cool. cool. It's, it's not on there yet. It'd be delivered to Willow Springs uh, about a week and a half when I'm there. And we'll try and my wife and I'll try and put it on. I've never done that. My, my, uh, my buddy John helped me wrap the car ass, once. So. These are individual stickers. Why is why I painted the car? These are individual uh, yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be time car. consuming, but I figured for like damage and everything, it'll be a little bit easier to fix. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so, uh, and not being stressed out about messing it up. You know, because you can't have that in the back of your head if you're trying to like really push your driving ability. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's hard to do that if you're like, oh man, I just got my car painted or I just got this like super sick body kit and it's just gonna get crashed. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's attacking me right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, keep it simple. And then if you're traveling full time, that's a that's an individual yeah, person that's a, that's a situation yeah. yeah yeah we meet a lot of people who travel full-time in their rvs and it's honestly my wife and i wish we had done it sooner because oh, it's, yeah. it's just cool and you get used to your living situation you know and it's uh, seriously no marital qualms none not really but we get along really well what happens if you argue i mean you argue what do you mean well you, well, you like you gotta like sit next to that person while you drive that's not like horrible i don't know yeah we, I don't, we don't have like major arguments that much but you know most of the time you're in the rv you know it has a bedroom a living room and then garage in the back that's the kids room so you have like separate rooms and everything and um and you just get used to space honestly you know like i was telling you we used to what is it what is that oh it's the cat fucking with the door again we used to um, travel for fun, you know, especially before the the kids were born, and we did a few trips to smaller places. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, right Sorry. now, it's all good. Keep going. Uh, we did a few trips. To, anyway, you go somewhere, it's like a tiny little apartment or something like that. You show no didn't you? And you walk in, you're like, oh my god, this is so tiny. Yeah. But in like three days, it just is where you. That's where your stuff are, is. Where it know? is. So honestly, you just get used to different living situations, and I kind of like the simplified it would be a simplified living situation if I wasn't like dragging a drift car everywhere. That kind of complicates oh, yeah. it. Yeah. See this, I see, I envy that. I think that would be awesome for me because I'm kind of a caveman. I would fucking live in a cardboard box if my car was cool enough, but I have this want and desire in my biology to have a girlfriend. And so like, I need a house and shit, but if I can convince <laughs> her to do that, that would be like, <laughs> whatever you want to do you want to go see the grand canyon that's fine let's do that that's fine. You know? yeah it's interesting I'll find an event. and it's space too you know because a lot of modern rvs i mean it's it's nice you know we have i have like a decent kitchen with an island and you know queen size bed and you know all the i have what i need and i don't it doesn't feel like i'm living in a trailer yeah. basically you know yeah, even yeah, though yeah. i am i'm literally living in essentially a glorified car trailer <laughs> but it's it's that's nice it, we're gonna sell the house and i'm gonna buy a camper trailer and a 3500 and we're gonna go drive around the world there you go yeah done and if you don't move around <laughs> a lot it really saves on 
on cost. I think this year we probably, we might not go fully cross country again. So I want to try and do like clutch kickers and, um, a few of those other things. So we might go up and down the East coast, maybe out West a bit, uh, but not traveling, moving every two weeks significantly would reduce cost. So if someone was looking at how do I do that, not moving around as much as I am, if that, that would make a decent difference. And whether, you know, if that allowed you to do it, then you're good to go. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, if you ever want to start traveling and drifting at the same time, hit him up. He'll tell you how to do it. Like I said, it's a hard thing to give advice on, but I'll do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) But all right. Well, uh, support the podcast and uh, go down in the description and click on the circleofdrift.com link and grab some merch. If you can't do that, uh, like and subscribe helps just as much. Um, but we just hit 3,000 subscribers by the time this video goes out. So cheers to you guys. Y'all are killing it. We really appreciate it. Uh, but that's it for this one. Thanks, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.